Welcome to the State of Wrestling, the Power Driver, Paul Brooklyn Mauler, here with the big man. How you, How you doing, doing, Brooklyn Mauler? How you doing? The biggest party of the summer just happened. SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Something that happened that was created in 1988 when the Mega Powers took on the Mega Bucks in mm. an all-star tag team match with Jesse the Body Ventura as the special guest referee. Can't get no better than that, right? Something no, we can't. And, and Jesse did the right thing at the end. He didn't want he to, did. but he did. He did. But all that money the million dollar man had, I don't know. He did the right thing, which was against his character because he's always going for the hills, talking about tech. But I guess it's just him being a Navy still, he, he <laughs> had to have some type of, you know, pride in, in his job. So, yeah. And if he, if he, he hadn't do. made that three count, he might not have been elected governor. Later. That's very true. They went back to 1988 and said, <laughs> You took money from the million dollar man. You know, who else are you taking money from now? You know, exactly. Exactly. You know? <clears throat> but this year's SummerSlam, um, I thought it overall was a decent show. Um, started off with Logan Paul defeating Ricochet, as Rick, Logan Paul um, defeated Ricochet with um, brass knucks. Um, yeah. This was a nice high-flying match. Logan Paul continues to impress. Finally, he gets to win. He needed a much-needed win. Yes. Um, and he's so smart. The little, the little things, once he hit him with the brass knucks, he stuck him right in his, in his trunks, in his trousers, mm-hmm. and, um, to hide it from the referee. Um, yeah, overall, it's a good, nice opener. Um, I think the best opener was Rey Mysterio versus Kurt Angle in 2002. Um, mm. That was a great match, but this was pretty good too. So, what's your thoughts on this match? <clears throat> oh, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. And Logan Paul's fiance watching in the first row, she must have fallen in love all over again. Um, <laughs> he is he is a better performer than most pro wrestlers as far as his expressions, his believability, um, his reactions. So, um, I do believe he's a better performer than almost all of them. Uh, the ending with the brass knucks, I've never been a fan of the brass knucks used more recently. It just, it just seems kind of cheap, like it's given and the referee can see it and then you just hide it. Mm-hmm. But that's um, it didn't ruin the match for me. So I thought, man, this this match, this might be the best one on the card because I was not really expecting so many more great matches, but I was surprised. I was surprised. Yeah, um, I'm just glad that, uh, you know, Logan Paul, um, who is probably WWE's best heel, and if he if they was to give him the title, I think he can have a major heel run as champion. Um, not, only, <clears throat> not only the amount of quality matches he can put on, uh, but the taking it to his show, it would do wonders for WWE if he was champion. He would be all over ESPN, um, all the sports shows uh, with the title. Um, I think they don't want him to get it right away because of because of him being a rookie. 
and they don't want to make the mistake of just giving it to uh, uh, a Hollywood star or a sports star. They maybe they maybe they're looking at the David Arquette situation, but this is totally different than the David Arquette situation. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think um, this would do wonders for WWE. The, the fact of the matter is this: WWE is in a good place right now. They have so many stars right now um, that could be champion. Um, mm-hmm. And Logan Paul is one of them. Um, Seth Rollins is, is, is the current world heavyweight champion. Cody Rhodes, L.A. Knight, Roman, Solo. You know, they have so many. Brock Lesnar. Uh, they have so many people Gunther. that can be champion. Gunther. Gunther. <clears throat> so they have so many people that, that can be a champion. Um, they can. They have hills and they have baby faces. They have strong hills. And mm-hmm. strong baby faces, and this, this is they, they're uh, firing at all cylinders right now. Yeah, I agree, and uh, I like your idea about Logan Paul because he is somebody who'd be a great choice to be world champion because he probably can't wrestle consistently enough to be a regular heel or even a regular baby face if he ever was one. He, he does end up, not this time, but previous times where he's wrestled, he said he's then needed surgery. He's mm-hmm. needed more time off. And that's what makes pro wrestlers special, you know, that they can have a match like that. They can go through tables and then they're on the next night. Oh, yeah. So I think he would be an excellent choice for world champion even now because he can do all those other things that don't involve wrestling at a bigger scale, the promoting talking about it and he can wrestle that kind of champion schedule yeah definitely i think they can if they was to give him the belt he could do what they did with brock lesnar and what they're currently doing with roman reigns which was both part-time champions right they they're for the big shows um if they want to put them on network tv in a special match they can once in a while but for him to be in the big shows, the Saudi Arabia shows, the Royal Rumbles, the WrestleMania, the SummerSlam, um, I think that will work. You know, it could work. You know, and that's mm-hmm. what brings a long longe- longevity to the title reign, and that's what's working with Roman right now. Um, for him to have the belt, you know, for over, for over three years, <clears throat> the longest reign. Um, yeah, and counting being in main events where it's not even title matches, it's tag team or it's war games. <clears throat> Yeah, exactly. All right, up next, Cody Rhodes um, um, and Brock Lesnar 3. This match here was unique in the sense that Brock Lesnar was beating Cody Rhodes up and kept giving him a chance to, you know, get out of the match and and to, um, you know, to not get a further beaten by just throwing him out the ring and trying to get a count out. I thought that was very unique. It's only going to get worse. He kept throwing him out the ring, F5s on the table. He was throwing him to the post, and, and Cody kept coming back and beating the 10 count. I thought that was a unique uh, part of the match. Um, what did you think of that? <clears throat> oh, yeah, I agree with you. I, this match was way better than I expected, of course. Um, Cody does so great when he's playing the David against Goliath which is something that didn't happen much in AEW because he was so much bigger than most of his opponents, um, except with um, uh, the late Brody Lee. Um, 
So this match, seeing Cody get beaten up, getting up, even the announcers, Michael Cole telling him to stay down. And uh, so I, I really do recognize that aspect as well. And this Brock Lesnar would look in phenomenal shape, man. You know, normally he might come out sometimes looking flabby, but he is in, like, top form Brock Lesnar um, this time. Um, they had a lot of Cody cut out off the top rope, um, spring off the top rope. That was beautiful. He got and a lot of elevation. And a lot of terrible disaster kicks. <laughs> disaster kicks, yeah. I hate the disaster kicks. Those you hate so, the disaster kicks? <laughs> they're so stupid. It's he's kicking you like with your his toe at the end of the match. It's a disaster. It's terrible. <laughs> it disaster. You're right. It's a disaster. It's a disaster. Um, ultimately, it led to Cody Rhodes beating Brock Lesnar. We hit him with three crossroads. Um, again, uh, after the match, Brock Lesnar took off his gloves. Shook Cody Rhodes' hand and raised his hands to the crowd. Um, and they said this was an unplanned spot. So mm-hmm. I guess Cody Rhodes has finally, I guess he has earned his keep in WWE now. I guess he can go on and to finish his story now after these three matches with Brock Lesnar. Um, so what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I knew there was a lot of controversy about him using the stairs and why wasn't he disqualified, but Brock threw him into the table, and so I didn't really think that was a big deal. Did you? Um, no, they you know, what it, they didn't want they they gave it a stipulation without giving it a stipulation, right? Without giving it a stipulation, right? Um, the referee just you know it should have been a a, a disqualification. I saw Jimmy Corderas on one of the part I think Wrestling Inc. podcast, and he said um. It's okay to to throw to use like stairs or tables, things in the in the area, um, to throw them against it, but it's not good to pick it up and throw it again and, and use it as a weapon. So the ref it should have been a disqualification once he used the stairs, picked up the stairs and threw it at him. Um but you know, you know, again it's wrestling. Um, you know, it could have been a, it should have been a disqualification, but it wasn't. Um maybe, you know, it was it was um discussed in the back by Adam Pierce with the referee that we're gonna let these guys go a little bit, you know, yeah. you know, the blood feed. But um, it's kind of like yeah. in in basketball where you know Michael Jordan has the ball. Are you calling him for a sixth foul in the last two minutes? No, the well, crowd will kill you. No, right. You're right about that. I I also think. Do you remember when they first started calling those disqualifications on Raw, and people were like, "What?" Now all of a sudden, it's against the rules because things were getting out of hand. Right. You know, it's it's not a big deal. If it became a big deal, that would be regrettable because he didn't even need to do that. You know. Right. I don't even think that was important. It's it's you know what it is with wrestling. It's the consistency, just like the officials. It's the consistency. I mean, but they can use wrestling, you, you know, you can use any type of finish at any time. Like, anything could be a disqualification. Like, why another referee can come down and said because they're watching the monitor and said Logan Paul used the, the brass knuckles and, and disqualify them. Like, they, they can use that finish, right? Right. Um, if they wanted to. So there's a lot of finishes that you can use in wrestling. Again, it's a show at the end of the day. It's a soap opera. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> One of the things I was thinking about when this was over was, well, anybody Cody feuds with other than Roman Reigns now is kind of a step down, 
isn't it? I mean, after this huge moment, it's like he has to be in the world title picture. That is true. Um, because Brock Lesnar is probably the second biggest star they have there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, because Brock Lesnar can be champion tomorrow. They right. Right. Yeah, you know, I mean, he can go beat Seth Rollins and have the world heavyweight championship, and fine. he can go to he can they can if they wanted him if they wanted Roman to lose the belt and Brock Lesnar beat him, no one would bat an eye at that. You get what I mean? So mm-hmm. he's a believable and he's a he's real at the end of the day. Um, so that's the thing. He's real. and um, so that's why I say um, you know Cody. It will probably be a step down. I don't know who they will have next uh, come up. Like that's a good question. Who do you think would be in would it be Gunther? Um like who 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 should Cody feud with next? Well, that's Until a great next. idea. I think um the only Logan Paul would always be a great choice. But Gunther, because I agree with you and and that Gunther would be an excellent choice and Again, you don't want to waste this moment with Brock Lesnar, you know, by having him feud with somebody like Austin Theory or even Seth Rollins, you know. Um, this is, <laughs> like that this is important. <laughs> he had the money in the bank. He was trying to cash in and he was getting beat up every time. That was entertaining as hell. <laughs> yeah. And that's and that's when he became a joke, you know. Right. Um, not when... When McMahon is doing selfies, I think he was strong at that point. Yeah, um, me too. Yeah. You know, but um, Austin Derry has really, you know, stepped down. We'll talk about that later on about him. Um, Austin Derry. Mm-hmm. You there? Hello? Hello, are you there? Yeah, big man. Um, yeah. Something we was having some technical problems here. Um, can you hear me now? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, um let's let's move on to the next uh match. So there was the battle SummerSlam Battle Royal. Is L.A. Knight wins the Battle Royal. He eliminates Sheamus. Um, a few things, a note. Austin Theory was in this match, and Santos Escobar was in this match. And they were supposed to have the IC title, um, the U.S. title uh, uh, match, but they, they took it off for SummerSlam and put it for, for SmackDown. Um, mm. so, um, so L.A. Knight finally wins something, right? The year movement, they calling it the year movement. Remember mm-hmm. the yes? Yeah. The year movement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your thoughts on this? You know, it really maybe the big star of the battle royal for most of it was Omas, right? Yes. Like they were trying to make him look unstoppable again. Um <sighs> and everybody eliminates him. And um you know, after after those two big matches, I was beginning to think that this battle royal was misplaced and maybe just shouldn't have been on the main card. But um, 
you know, there were parts of it that got the fans into it. And of course, that's all led by L.A. Knight. So, and they even focused was... at the very end. We didn't even see Omas go over as much. It was focusing on L.A. Knight joining at the very end to help. Right. Yeah. The, the Battle Royale was made for L.A. Knight. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just the way it was. It, things got bumped off because they made a bad mistake. They made the wrong mistake. They made the wrong choice and not having L.A. Knight win the, the U.S. title um, tournament to go against Austin Theory. They made a huge mistake. And you know why I know they had made a huge mistake? Because instead of having Santos Escobar and Austin Theory on SummerSlam, they took that match off and put L.A. Knight on so they could focus on L.A. Knight. So they made a big mistake there. And they should have mm-hmm. just had L.A. Knight win and had him fight Austin Theory and have him had his crowning achievement. There instead of putting this battle royal, but at least look at look at this. This was a star-studded battle royal. They had yeah, AJ Styles, Riddle. Uh, they had Omas in it. They had Sheamus in it. They had the Brawling Boots in it. This was a star-studded one. Karrion Cross was in it. You know, it's he a was, lot. and uh, he ended up eliminating. Who did he pull out of there? AJ. When he went for yeah, the, and AJ was four. doing a great run. He was doing a great yeah. run. So imagine the people that was off of SummerSlam that if 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 they never got this battle royal win, it'd have been LA Knight off as well. All those top stars, and neither one of them could have had a match on on the card. Right. You know, these are stars that they have. So I and and then and then the return of Almas, but Almas is finished, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> what if they're thinking of turning him into babyface? Almas is finished, big man. Well, what if it's, MVP goes up to him and says, "You're, you're a, what would you call? It? You're a bust." Amash is finished. Man. He, he, he had. They had a chance. He should have beat Bobby Lashley, but they shouldn't have booked that match. But Bobby Lashley needed to go over. All right, yeah. so that's when he he lost to Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania, right? All right, so okay, then they had a chance for him against Brock Lesnar. When Brock Lesnar beat him, it was over. It's over. It's it's really old. It really is. It, it it was the beginning when Bobby Lashley beat him, and then Brock Lesnar. It's over, and now it's, it's a minute. He's just a big guy. <clears throat> Don't matter if MVP is with him. <clears throat> the only person that could save him right now is probably Paul Heyman. Oh, well, the only problem, like if he was the higher in the bloodline, which would if they was if he hired him, like he's scared, and he would hire him as his personal bodyguard. To protect him from any like he felt scared, and he he was his personal bodyguard, like he pays him for to protect him from Jimmy, or Jay for Jay, because Jay and Jimmy don't like him, or Solo. If he had him as his personal bodyguard to protect him, that can save him. I think Paul can save him. Um, oh, well said. Good idea. Uh, but you know, I, I, as of right now, constructed as it with MVP. It's not working, and it's not going to work. He was great know? with AJ, and I really liked his match against Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. But um, yeah, but he needed a win. It was like Logan Paul. Logan Paul had a great match, but he loses, lose at the end. He needed to win. Breaking up AJ and he was so predictable how they did it. You know, they didn't even need to do it that quickly. But, no, they didn't. And it like it wasn't like they did anything with AJ. Afterwards. No, no, they didn't. So. And, they, they, and, they, and AJ continues to flounder. Unbelievable. He's continuing to flounder like how he is. AJ Styles, you know. 
Um, I don't you know. know. You mentioned about all the people being left off, and it reminded me of the original Summer Slams. And when you look at the cards, sometimes it's like, wow, these earlier matches that they would put in the beginning of the show, they would just kind of put together. And they were, because back then, having a feud was a big deal. Yeah. It took a lot of time. So you would have, you know, Jack Tunney made matches and you put people in six-man matches and maybe something would come out of that. You know, it didn't have to be the culmination. It could be the beginning of something. Or maybe nothing would come out of it. You just got to see them all together. And when I went to that great SummerSlam match made in heaven, match made in hell, there was no reason on paper to have a story. There was no storyline of Texas Tornado and Ricky Steamboat and and um, I don't know who else it was. Davey Boy Smith? Yes, Davey Boy Smith and and all of that. But it was great for the fans just to see them together. Yes, yes. So you can do those kinds of matches, you know? Yeah, uh, but again, like Triple H said at the post at the post SummerSlam com- um, press conference, he said, do you rather have someone come on a throwaway match or just to give more emphasis on the just the storytelling of the match that we that they put so much emphasis on. I kind of agree with him because they well, could put a little if, It's up to him if he considers it a throwaway match. Right. Yeah. He's saying that like for Trish, because Trish Stratus and um, Becky Lynch got thrown off, got taken off. He said, well, should we, we give them five minutes um, to, to we can give them more time um, you know, um, like He'll give them more time on it, on and and they will have a, a highlight highlighted um, situation, like put them on a roll and give them more time and highlight the the feud and give them more time and give them justice to their story. Whereas going on SummerSlam and giving them five to seven minutes, and you know that's it. it they wasn't gonna be happy either way. You know what you I'm saying? Have a great, you can have a great match in five minutes. You can. You can. You can, but now the WWE is they, what they're doing is now instead of having a beginning and end, they're having a beginning, middle, and end. You get what I mean to the story, instead of just you know shotgunning to the end. You get what I mean, mm-hmm. and that's what they're doing. Some matches deserve it, some matches don't. You know, some do, some don't. Some deserve a, a beginning and end, and middle. Some don't, because it's too long. You know, that's the only thing. They want to finish the story regardless. You know how, like, a feud is going on for too long? You're like, damn, I wish this feud ends, but they're trying to finish it because even though I don't like it, maybe there's other fans that do like it, you know, that's into it. I think that goes into really how they keep things going no matter what the fan reaction is. And the only exception to that is the women's title. The women's title, it seems, that they'll give it to whomever the fans are behind because they don't really have long-term care or plans about it, you know. I, I agree with that. Um, another thing, um, and this, well, I'm going to say this afterwards, um, sure. but we'll move on to the, the, M- the MMA rules match between Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey. <laughs> Maybe I'm thinking, what's your thoughts on this, man? <laughs> What's your thoughts on this match? Okay, do you want me to start with the good or the bad? I would just start with the good. Shayna's head kick to Ronda was like one of the highlights of SummerSlam. <laughs> when she kicked her in the head, everybody gasped. 
So people who even think that they're too cool for it were reacting when Shayna kicked her in the head. The negatives, one, I thought Ronda should have come out last in the intros. Also, the whole referee breaking them up, standing them up, the 10 count, it turns out, according to the internet sites, that was Ronda and Shayna's idea. I don't know, because in WWE, they tend to do that, come out and blame you know somebody else when something goes wrong. Um, so the rules were bad. The rules were bad. Um, and yeah, Ronda lost pretty clean. So, but it wasn't, again, that head kick from Shayna, that was a great moment. Um, yeah, this, this was pretty bad. <laughs> this, was like, I, this was pretty bad. This was boring. Um, WWE did a hell of a job of booking the demise of Ronda, of Ronda Rousey. Um, they made her into nothing. She ended yeah. up like Omas. Yeah. And this is supposed to have been her big shining moment of putting Shayna Baszler over. It means nothing. Sorry. It means nothing. This feud, they're supposed to have been tag team champions. And they're supposed to have a long run. And then they just turned on it. She just turned on her out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Then, in the middle of the, the baby, match. And then she's the baby face. When she turned on. Who ha- when does that happen, big man? I, it was bad. You're right. You're right. When does the person that turns on the other person becomes the good guy? Because the people hate Ronda Rousey so much that, like, and the fans, you fans, why do you hate Ronda so much? Yeah, I agree. I mean, she was supposed to be Brock Lesnar for the women. But they did a bad job of that. Her second run was terrible. Well, making her stand in the ring with a microphone and talk for 10 minutes when Brock never had to do that was just a bad idea and it's they overexposed Ronda. They let had her wrestle almost every week. She shouldn't have been on TV wrestling every week. She right. should have had a mouthpiece. She should have been in a stable. She right. should have been she should have been you know she should have never when she came back for WrestleMania that she shouldn't have lost. I'm sorry. These you don't do stuff like that. Like You're right. T- like this was terrible. She shouldn't have lost to Liv Morgan. Um, money. Nobody cash. But that was her to. idea, apparently. Right. Well, her ideas is wrong. Right. You don't. You don't go with her idea. I right. Agree. That was bad. And then Vince was telling her to smile. She's not a. She's a. The the best Ronda Rousey was Ronda Rousey during the WrestleMania 35 run. That was the best Ronda Rousey. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that and that made Becky Lynch. The man, and that was that was when she was really just being Ronda Rousey, right? They made her. That was the best Charlotte Flair at the time. That was the best version of Charlotte Flair, the best version of Becky Lynch. Because Charlotte Flair made Becky Lynch. You know, people hated Charlotte so much, and they wanted Becky Lynch. And when she turned, when she turned heel on Charlotte, she people hated her so much. Matter of fact, this was something similar to what I was just talking about. She turned on Charlotte and became a babyface. But this worked for her. It worked right. for the it worked for the man. And then she had that feud with um with um not thank Nia Jax for busting Becky Lynch nose because <laughs> that was gonna be a throwaway feud at some at Survivor Series. So see how things work out. Um that was the best version of Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch and of Ronda Rousey at that during the WrestleMania 35 run. When she came back, um, it's just I think it was the level of competitor that she went against. They should have just put her against in a program with Becky Lynch automatically instead of Charlotte Flair. 
Um, but the amount of talent that she went against during that time, the, the, the Naomi's, the Sasha Banks, the Becky Lynch, the Charlotte Flairs, it was the, the, the women's talent was better at that time. And to be honest with you, she never got a chance to go against Bianca Belair. They no, kept those right. two plays. That's how. <laughs> or Oscar, how? Right about Oscar, that's even bigger shock. Rhea Ripley, wow, how do you do that? That's she well, had a I hell of a. She, they kept her against Raquel Gonzalez. She had a hell of a match with Raquel Gonzalez on SmackDown. One of her best matches of her career against Raquel Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. But those three women I just named, like, how do you not put? That's a Royal Rumble. That's a WrestleMania, and that's a Survivor Series match, right there, or Saudi Arabia match. However you want to put it, that's all you had with those three women. That's the whole year. You could book the whole year with those three women. You could. The whole year. They did a, such a disservice to her. You know. They really did. And, they really did. And, and Shayna, Shayna, uh, with a result of the match, Shayna choked out Ronda Rousey. Uh, first submission loss she ever had. Okay, we got. It. Um. But this did nothing for Shayna. Uh, and now what? You know? Mm-hmm. Now what? It's terrible, man. Terrible how they you're, did. Ronda. You're right. You're right. And it's all their fault. It's all their fault. So now people, the people, some people are happy she's gone. These fans, these trolls. Oh, yeah. Those are real trolls. And she's probably one of the could have been one of the greatest women wrestlers of all time, real believable, and and they just did a disservice, man. I I just and I'm gonna I'm, miss watching her wrestle because I loved her transitions, her the way she would float over people, get them in arm bars, move around, yeah. the takedowns. Against good opponent, like good opponents, like her match with Sasha Banks at Roy Rumble was great. Her matches with Charlotte Flair, some obviously was great. Her matches with Becky Lynch was, but the, that wasn't the one. They never, and they never, another thing, big man. They never gave the one-on-one encounter between Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch, the man. They never did that. Not a one-on-one encounter. That's another travesty when you look back at that. You're like, how did this happen? Yeah, I I agree. And all the hatred. Remember when she wrestled Shotzi? And all the hatred for not selling one of shots for not. Shotzi decided to do a move from the top rope to the apron when she normally does it from the second rope. And people were hating on Rhonda for not totally landing on her head on the apron. You know, it's just, it was ridiculous, the criticism she was getting. Ah, it's ridiculous, man. It's crazy, man. Oh, oh man. All right, next match. Uh... World Heavyweight Championship. Seth Rollins defeated um, Finn Balor, who, after seven years, still can't you know, get <laughs> <laughs> come up with seven on his on his shoulder because that's the shoulder he ended. Uh, he injured um, at SummerSlam seven years ago when he won the the Universal Title. Um, uh, so the the, the storyline over here was more or less Damian Priest coming out. Um, trying to um, help Finn Balor win the match. But um, also was led to the demise of Finn Balor because um, it led to distracted. He was distracted by Priest, and then that gave Seth Rollins the opportunity to um, win the match. 
So you had me. You talked about this. Um, like you, you said this was one of your best matches or your best feuds. Like, what do you? What's your overall thoughts on this whole Judgment Day, Finn Balor's, Senor Money in the Bank, you know, thing situation? I never would have thought that after when the match ended, that I would care more about Finn and Damian than seeing. Um, Dominic and Mommy and also Seth. I was just transfixed on Damien's great facial expressions, but also Finn Balor. I didn't think this match was going to be as great as it was. And now my favorite thing on, on WWE is not just the Judgment Day, it's specifically Finn and Damien. I felt like the announcers messed up. I felt they were, they started missing things with the Ronda match. Like they kind of were talking over the submission and then realized, oh, she's, she's out. And then with this match, it seemed clear as day. Damien Priest slides the briefcase into the ring. Finn Balor sees it and thinks that Damien's cashing in. They're arguing. And then later on, Damien does it again, slides it in. When Finn goes for it, then he gets curb stomped, which was so awesome. Um, that was, a, I thought that was brilliant. But the arguing, I mean, there must be some kind of miscommunication. So I think the announcing heard it. But it was, it was really my favorite match of the evening. Wow, big man, and you really down on Judgment Day. <laughs> but so, so what? What this other than mommy and Dominic? Because that's was the best portion of the so we got two portions of, of judgment day right we have the mommy and, really right the mom we have the mommy and dominic right dirty dom right aspect then we have the finn and and um and damien aspect as well what's going on then you got mommy trying to keep between keep the the stuff going on keep the peace between them dominic not even worried getting in between none of that stuff because he's got stuff going on on nxt Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, um, for, for, and in, and for this reason, for what you just said, and I think that's why a lot of that's call for priests to win the money in Vegas that are LA nice because of the stories that they can tell, because they can't tell these stories without the money in the bank. Right. Right. Him winning. right. So, so I guess they, it was more stories for them to tell for judgment day with, with him winning the money bank than without him winning the money bank. And they could do this for a long period of time. Um, so I guess this, I guess they was right with telling stories, right? I guess. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Without the money in the bank, anything else that Damien would have slipped into Finn wouldn't have been an issue. Right. But the fact that it was the briefcase and Finn thinking he was cashing in. You're right. Right. Um, so where, where, where do we go next with Seth Rollins? What do you think the next feud is? Because Finn is over. It's over with Finn. He done beat him a few times already. He, Finn didn't get a win against him. He lost a few. So where do we go next with Seth? They might go back to Cody. Um, oh, man. Going, because if it's really, I mean, I guess what they're doing now is him and Shinsuke. Right, 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 right. So him and Shinsuke. Okay. But I don't see that going very long, do you? 
It's possible. He'll go, he'll go two pay-per-views. Two well, he's PLEs. got new gear, right? You sh- they should have known from his gear that he was going to have a turn. Right. So we don't get to that. Um, so uh, I'm trying to jump the gun by saying that. But let's go finish up. Um, up next is SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, Bianca Belair defeated Charlotte Flair and Asuka. Um, they used an injury spot here where Bianca looked like she legit injured her her, her, her leg. I really thought she injured her leg, but it wasn't. Uh, the medical attention came out but and tried to help her to the back, but she ran back in and did a four, uh, 450 while Charlotte was in, uh, had her in the figure eight, uh, caught a two count. Uh, the match ended when um, Bianca was in the, the figure eight and Oscar came in and missed um, missed Charlotte in the face, and that led to um, Bianca Belair catching the schoolboy small package for the one, two, three. Um, after the match, uh, EO Scott came in um, and with with um, with Bailey. They had the money in the bank. They hit Charlotte upside the head with the with the money in the bank briefcase, and then they attacked um, Bianca Belair, and then EO Scott hit the uh, the moonsault and wins. Cashes, cashes in her money in the bank um, briefcase and then hit her with the um, the, the genius uh, moonsault and hits the one, two, three and is now the new women's, the women's champion. Your thoughts yeah. on this whole situation? It's a lot going on here. Yeah, it is. And again, it, my feeling is because fans were wanted Iowa to win, they just said, sure, because who cares? And... Um, so, I don't know. I mean, you end up thinking about, at least I do, more about Bianca, right? And even Charlotte. And they're just in kind of this alphabet soup of, of uh, women wrestlers now. And um, look, I'm not re-signed Kyrie Sane. Oh, they did? They did, and she's expected to debut in 2024, which led a fan to say, oh, that must mean she's going to be at the Royal Rumble. So, um, oh, like I say, you're you're right. There's a lot of moving. Belt is going to be moving as much as anything. Do you think they need one belt, one women's title? Yes. Okay. Do you? I agree with you. I agree with you, and and those tag team belts are 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 <laughs> those tag team belts are so um it has a spell on it for some reason something Hot always garbage. going on with those ta- it it is going on something <laughs> always going on with 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 those women tag team belts I think it should be just be one title um or. You know what they could do? Make a women's intercontinental championship. You know the secondary title because. I, do you think that will work, big man? Let me ask you. For from all your wrestling years of watching wrestling and wrestling knowledge, do you think a, a women's intercontinental championship would work? Because that would be like the step down, like like and then that's the next person in line to go for the the the, the main women's championship. Um, sort of like the mental having two belts um i think i think um like a women's tv title which would explain why they can be on raw and smackdown because it's tv or even nxt 
Um, so I, I agree with some kind of secondary title. I don't think anybody does women's tag team wrestling better than WOW Women of Wrestling, right? Well, Miami Sweet Heat is up there. Yeah, I mean, you think of them as much as you think of the world champion, Penelope Pink, right? Right. Um, you know, so in the old days, I would have said, no, you just have the women's title and the tag team titles. But the minute you start saying we have a women's division, then people are not just paying attention to the world champion. They're paying attention to the 10th person on the roster. But do, w, but do WWE use women's division? I thought that was more or less an AEW um, saying. WWE's used it, too. They used it first. They used it? Yeah. Okay. All right. And which I think is a mistake to give it equal time. Just just have the women's world champion, the tag team champions, and just have those kinds of rivalries and have the women involved in men's storylines. Like, you know, Rhea Ripley's biggest thing has been being Dons and Doms and Forces. Right. Basically. Yeah. Right. And being with being with him and and um you know, that's the Dom and, and Rhea is like the best thing on TV. Um and and I and to be honest with you, that's gonna be the next um that's going to be wrestling's WWE's next greatest um couple. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Excuse me. Bless you. <laughs> and they're gonna and they're going to they can get a wedding out of that. To be honest with you. Oh, that'd that's be the next, They could get they can break up and then come back together and then they can get they can get a, a wedding together. To be honest with you. That's a great um, idea. I, they literally can big man with, with all the stuff and they get a show about when he got locked up and she was there for him mommy I'm not going to make it and then you know all the stuff she helped him win and, and he can tell Ray I mean? that he wants Ray to be the best man right exactly that, that, I, there go. I imagine, agree imagine this, him. but I'll do this <laughs> <laughs> for my son ah! <laughs> man, you, they have so much stuff they, with that right there with Rhea and Dominic they have so much Stuff that you could they can do with them with them two together. And the um, thing, you know, during the Attitude Era, this was basically it. We couldn't turn off the TV because there was always something crazy and ridiculous that was hilarious. Right, know? like Mark Henry taking out China, and then yeah. went to the bar and he started getting down in the bar oh, and then they started messing so... with her. That was some hilarious remember, stuff. Do you remember when he asked her out? What he said? Yeah. <laughs> what he said? Just dinner. No sex involved. And you hear JR, <laughs> no sex involved. <laughs> he was like, he and by it. the way, that he... was like the fourth storyline, you know, on that show. That wasn't the main thing, but it was, we had to watch it, you know. We had to watch it. My friend, my friend to this day, he bought, he, he used to collect action figures. So he got the Mae Young. Now he's looking for a Mark Henry because he remember oh, Mae Young and Mark Henry. And she had the baby, and he got her pregnant, and they was in the bed Hands. together. That that was... Oh man! Oh man! What about Oh man! Ah, <laughs> it was some great stuff. That's why they call him sexual chocolate. Oh man, he has some I great stuff. Like, oh, like the what? Guy, yeah, what you about to say? No, no, I want to hear what you were gonna say. Yeah, the yeah, com- I said like you, like you said, it was the comedy, the stuff that was well, going and that's, on. That's really what the Attitude Era was all about, you know, and. And that's some of the biggest things they have now. Ray and, and Mommy are comedy. Um, it is. And uh, But I think uh, 
it was it was so funny and those are the kind of things that would make my brother and sisters who weren't wrestling fans walking by stop and watch you know especially Stephanie McMahon no she was oh my goodness Stephanie was hilarious absolutely hilarious exactly the real drama in wrestling was like Hulk Hogan in the 80s like will he survive against the earthquake And, and it was very dramatic or the Andre turning on Hulk. I mean, it was very little comedy at all. The the if realest that, one, the realest one was him and Macho Man when he was looking after his wife. Like literally, yeah. that was you, you know that was some crazy stuff. And, and Savage was was you could see his eyes was popping out his head like he like he was mad. And then Elizabeth Elizabeth was really going with Hogan like she really. Like, like she, like she really didn't know who corner she was gonna be in. Like she really wanted to go against Macho Man. I, that was crazy. I, yeah. No wonder Macho Man was mad and went to Sherry. Like, come on, bro. Well, these days, you know, you hear the term "ride or die" and and all of that. That was before then. You know, she wasn't was like, a ride or die. She was no, not a ride. But that, or was, die. but that was before that was even a phrase. You know. But and then the question, and this is questions that I bring up. Why, when much when he was getting beat up, Elizabeth, when he's getting when he was getting beat up on Saturday night's main event, and by the by the Heart Foundation and Honky Talk Man, why when Elizabeth when he threw Elizabeth down, Honky Talk Man first bump she took, right? Why would she run to the run to the back and get Hogan? Why would she run to him? These are the questions that I want to know. Have they been talking before? Who else before? is she gonna get? Oh my goodness! Listen to you accusing her. Yeah, what? Well, who else? She she could have gotten like, some other people. You she could have like, got the Rockers. <laughs> you sound like she Bad News Brown. Brown. You sound like Bad News Brown. Yeah, she she could have got her. She could have got a few people. She could have got. What did Bad News used to say about her? What Bad News said? Right now, Elizabeth is in the back doing favors for Jack Tunney. <laughs> <laughs> was... But these are the questions, man. That you know, you went. Why would she do that? And then she she went. And then the second time she went and got him at WrestleMania four. Elizabeth returning with Hogan and Hogan and and Hogan. Why? What would make Hogan want to go and help the Macho Man? It was the right thing. Like, huh? Oh, it come was the on, right man. Thing. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. All right, let's move on. Um, tribal combat hmm. for the the WWE. Um. World Heavy Universal Champ Heavyweight Championship, um, and for Tribal Chief as well, which means probably means more. Okay, um, <laughs> so uh, Roman Reigns he defeated Jay Uso, but he had help. A mask, uh, a hooded figure came out and stopped the pinfall after Jay Uso hit him with the Uso with the spear and the Uso splash. And pulled him out for the count of three. And that hooded figure was none other than Jimmy Uso, his brother, his twin. Then yeah. he super kicked him, threw him in the ring, and Roman Reigns hit him with a spear and wins the match. And is still tribal chief and champion. Mm-hmm. This is another swerve. What is your thoughts on this whole soap opera of the well, bloodline? There, there was nothing tribal about this combat. It wasn't what anybody expected. We thought some of the elders would be there. Mm-hmm. We thought there'd be more honor to it or something. It, was, it wasn't It was any of those things. And 
it wasn't the best match of the show. And again, I when it's just them, these four, um, really three, Roman and the Usos, and Solo's relatively new to it. When it's just them in this microcosm, I don't really care. Because they can just go back and forth and forgive each other, forget they're in the back it's just never ending and paul Heyman kind of reiterated what triple a you know paul Heyman said again this is just getting started and uh, the bottom of the third in it oh i'm over <laughs> it i'm so uh, i'm so over it i just want to see what happens with damien and and uh, finn and i want to see mommy and uh, dominic logan paul i don't care about this anymore um they're really, I, I I love the concept of the match. Um, we never took Jay Uso series to win the match, right? To win the belt. Um. Now the elders should have been there. It should have been, you know, they should. But I don't think Alpha and Sika can really because they was a part of it. But they look kind of old. I don't think they can physically do it. I mean, Rakishi can, but Rakishi would be on the 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 Uso side. So he would be more he's, to her. He supposedly might be a referee for their next match. So. Right, I heard that. Um, so, um, I don't know. I mean, are they close to like? Is this the third inning? I, when I heard that, I just gasped. But ah, oh. yeah. Unless they find something like, you know, introduce someone else into it or have another wrinkle into this, um. Which I don't know what what that would be, you know. You could blame Sami Zayn for this, because if it, because if Sami Zayn would have never gotten over with the bloodline, that this that it was a tr- it was they was online to do stuff, and I think this was they was gonna do months ago, right? And Sami really put a wrinkle in because he got over and people people wanted to see him. If Sami Zayn would have never got into the bloodline and wanted to be an honorary Oost, the honorary Oost portion of the bloodline chapter of the of the of the of the bloodline storyline, they would have already been out of the third inning and probably been more or less into the fifth or the sixth, seventh inning right now. Sami Zayn stopped whole stuff by what he did and got over, so they started booking according to that. And well, I, think, never had... I think he got everybody over. I think to me that was the best part the bloodlines ever had. It was, but it was never supposed to happen. This what they're doing now was supposed to happen. Well, I'm glad um, it didn't. <laughs> well, it would have been over. You you wanted to end. It's over. You want this to end now, right? Well, it you is know? when I when I turn it off. It's so... Well, it's still going and it's and, and, and it's still and it's still drawing. And people people are intrigued with this. This is a this is like um, a soap opera, and it's like General Hospital. All my children, with within the family, people trying or Game of Thrones, and people trying to still get get to the Iron Throne, or or trying to get some inheritance money, and and they'll do anything. So one person do anything to keep the power, and the other people try to do anything to either stay on, stay in the power, or try to take the power, and it's a storyline. Um, it's a soap opera, and. And J- Jimmy Uso, his we we jump into SmackDown because his 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 reasoning for doing it to Jay because he say he was scared, um, 
he didn't want him to be like the the, the tribal chief because he didn't want him to turn into Roman. That makes sense, right? Because he's a twin, right? He didn't want him to leave him. He didn't want him to have more power than him. He didn't want him to turn on him. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, a lot of people not happy with how it came out, but it makes sense to me. To me, it makes sense. That's his twin. They've been together for 37 years. And if one person is higher than the other person and he's tribal chief, that can cause problems. You get what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I think that makes a lot of sense for it, me. I, way, it made a lot more sense than a few weeks ago when Roman said the only reason Jay was the right hand man was because Jimmy wasn't around. Nobody thought that was he was going to make Jimmy the right hand man. <laughs> you know, right. So this makes more sense than that. Sure. It makes more sense. It makes a lot of sense, and because real, real, it's real, it's real, realistic here. Because you twins, they do everything together for. 30 something years and then one of you guys just leave that person is going to be higher than you y'all been on y'all was on equal your whole life for 37 years equal right and now the other the other twin is um is not you're not equal no more that person is higher that that can mess with people and that's why a lot of twins don't like each other this is real real talk a lot of twins do not like each other <laughs> Wow. I didn't know if that. Look at, look at the statistics on that. A lot of twins, they don't like each other. Some of them do, but a lot of them don't like like each other because they got to share everything. They got to do everything. So it, it's, you know, so it. I was shocked when I saw that. Um, but yeah. So that makes a lot of sense to me. You know, um, so I but, knew I, uh, in, in high school, there were these twins who everybody liked. They were great athletes and, and all of that. And it, their, their father, unfortunately, died young. And he started, I think, one of the first hedge funds in the country. And he was always interviewed by the Wall Street Journal. And when he died, they inherited, you know, his money. Um, I've heard estimates of like 55 million or so. Um, it's almost like if you look at their Facebook pages, they don't live anywhere near each other. There isn't much interaction at all. And you never would have thought that, you know? I guess they don't people... like it. It's a, yeah. it's a, I, I, I did some research on that, and I was like, twins, they don't like each other. And wow. seeing something like that on TV, one of these true crimes when twins try to kill each other or something like that, <laughs> they don't like, no, they don't like it. And it's, it's, it's a lot. Twins don't like each other. When you look it up, a lot of twins, identical twins, they don't like sharing stuff with each other. They don't have their own identity. Like they try to look different. I, they I try to look that. different. It's a lot. It's a lot. You know what I'm saying? So they, it's a lot. You know, to that. Um, so I understand why Jimmy Uso would feel that way. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, we just we talking real here, real life. This is real stuff. Well, not everybody has researched twin crime rates like you have. <laughs> it's true. They don't like each other. It's, 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 it makes a lot of sense. It made sense to me um, why, you know. He, and, and then on top of that, look at Roman. He's laughing in the background at both of them like, you stupid idiot. Like, why would, you, why, would, like, why would you help me win? Like, it, it, you know what I'm saying? He, he said he loved him. He didn't want him to turn like Roman. And Roman laughing. At Jimmy and, and it's, 
I want to see where they go from here because um, Jay was so super kick, Roman super kick solo, and then Jimmy thought he was gonna come here like he was gonna hug, and then he super kicked the shit out of Jimmy <laughs> Uso, <laughs> and then he, he left. He said, and then he quit. So Jay Uso to AEW confirmed he would be on Dynamite on Wednesday. <laughs> He'll be in a match <laughs> with Peter Avalon <laughs> Can he I use guess. his name? He, he he won't be able he won't be able to use um J, J Uso. No, uh, he's gonna he be with the butcher and the blade, and they're gonna call him the cook or something like that. It's gonna be. Oh man, yeah, it's gonna be. Well, let's be clear. Like Roman's the smart one, and they're stupid. Basically, <laughs> they're they're dumb. Right. Uh, Roman, you, he's a manipul- Roman is the the master manipulator. Right. right, do whatever he wants to keep his his stats within the family. To stay, he would do anything he can to stay as tribal chief. Um, and a championship belt will keep him head of the table, right? Um, so, so he would do anything. And and these individuals, he has brainwashed them, basically brainwashed Solo. He brainwashed Solo, brainwashed Jay Uso, and brainwashed Jimmy Uso. To help him keep that belt, so he can keep his status in their family as the head of the table and as tribal chief. And you can see that by having his brother, he have brothers fighting on fighting each other, turning on each other for him um, to stay keep his status. So he's Great the master point. manipulator. Great right? point. Yeah. And he's laughing at them. He's laughing at them. And, it, and and you know what? At the end of the day, I wouldn't be surprised as who who idea this whole was? It's probably was Paul Heyman's idea. At the end of the day, he was telling um, to manipulate people because you know he manipulated a lot of people in ECW to go out there and, and do those pay per views when he know damn well he ain't had no money to pay them. Right. <laughs> and they kept doing it, and they kept the chance with the checks would bounce, and he would come back out and he would manipulate them. So this is like a little version of ECW, and Paul Heyman is telling him to manipulate people so he keep his power. That's how Roman is, you know, oh. basically a massive manipulator. Well um, so, well so, yeah. So, um, when they said bottom of the third, there was a, uh, uh, a journalist who said, what are we going to do? When the, What are you going to do next when the bloodline ends? After he said the um, the bottom of the third. And people, and people gushed, oh. Like, that was a dumb question. And he said, like, he said, like, it's over? Like, why did Jimmy also do what he do? What the Solo's going to do? What is Roman going to do? You know what I'm saying? It's like, did we hit these layers? So it's a lot of layers to the story to tell. Uh, but it was a good question, I thought it was, because yeah. what are you going to do afterwards? You know what I'm saying? Um, what you? It's not going to be this. If if everything goes well, right? It's supposed to end culminates at WrestleMania 40, right? And that's a it's September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April. That's another eight months. So we got another eight months of storytelling. Oh, yeah. You know. The, they have the best person in charge, Triple H, because nobody knows how to be in the main event storyline that's not the hottest storyline on the card better than him. You know? Right. Um, he it's... was, you know, his stuff always like in the main event, big deal involving all these layers. And it usually wasn't what everybody was excited to see. So he probably doesn't care. That LA Knight is getting the big reaction, or people are telling right. me Dominic and Mommy. He's like, no, but this is the main event storyline, you know? Right. Uh, yeah, because, you know, Triple H came up and he became probably the best heel 
during the time when they had two of the greatest baby faces of all yeah. time in wrestling, right? Yeah. And people talk about them more than they talk about him. And then it probably and the people still talk about the Undertaker and Mick Foley probably more than him as well. Um, so because all those guys made him, you know, The Rock made him, Stone Cold made him, uh, Mick Foley definitely made him a superstar at the Royal Rumble. So, you know, the Undertaker and all those guys made him who who he was. Um, but he's but he's where keeping things going. Like, if it wasn't if he wasn't there, a lot of these big things would have been over a lot quicker. You know, that's true. That's true. Except the bloodline, because oh. that's Vince baby. That's Vince baby. Yeah, yeah. And, and Vince is the winning. and Vince is the ultimate. Storyteller, anyway. <laughs> yeah, and he's great with character, to creating crazy ideas, and it's the third inning, probably of a double header, triple. Right, because he did the Mega Power storyline himself. Wow. Yeah. He did the the Paul Orndorff Hogan storyline when he missed his call. That's Vince. Mm. Yeah, you know I mean? the double turn, the double face turn from Demolition, the Powers of Pain, from Fuji. That was him. You know what I'm saying? All that was him. Um, brushing and, off Fuji suit at the end. Exactly. <laughs> that you was know? hilarious. I the powers of pain. I never seen nothing. When that happened, big man, I never seen nothing like that before. I was like, "Huh? What's going on here?" <clears throat> that was a double. They said that's a double turn. Was that the first double turn in wrestling? I bet that's the first double turn I've seen in wrestling. You know, probably not the first one ever, but the maybe first one the I've first seen. double turn with a referee with a manager involved. Right. That's with damn fools the stooge. Um <clears throat> so yeah, um yeah man. So overall, what's your thoughts on Sub SummerSlam? One of the best I've ever seen. Okay. And I was surprised because this was the first year where I wasn't like, oh, it's tonight's SummerSlam. My reaction was, oh, tonight's a premium live event. But it <laughs> did have that SummerSlam feel again. I didn't did. watch it. I watched um, I watched Collision, and then Wow, and then I watched this. Okay, Wow, that's a Wow, that's a lot. Long of, night. Um, <laughs> yes, but great night of wrestling, though. Great night of of. Oh yeah. Because Collision, Collision had the um, Ricky Ricky Star versus CM Punk with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat as the special enforcer. Right. Right. At first they said referee, but it turned out he was an enforcer on the outside of the ring. So the referee um, took a bump, right? And then it was a good uh, bump too. It was a good bump. It was so then Ricky Stark went for the pin and put his legs on the ropes, and Ricky Steamboat moved his legs off the ropes, and then he's put him with a schoolboy, and then Ricky Steamboat counted the one, two, three. Afterwards, um, Ricky Stark attacked CM Punk, knocked him out the ring, and then proceeded to beat the crap out of Ricky Steamboat with his belt. <laughs> okay, it was you, very, it was very effective. The fans were affected. It wasn't the usual just beating up the old guy. It was with anger. And Steamboat, of course, sells better than anybody. And Punk was very disappointed in himself for not being able to help. There was a moment earlier in the match where Steamboat had to discipline CM Punk. And they had a face-off. But, um, yeah, Punk was heartbroken. And the crowd hatred for Ricky Starks, because it was North Carolina, of course, was huge. It was. It worked. It worked. It was for the real world heavyweight championship because Sam Punk is 
put an X on the championship belt, the AEW championship that he never lost. So he's the real world's heavyweight champion now. And, Which is um, so weird because <clears throat> the person who hasn't said anything about it is MJF. Right. Um, Collision is the best show right now in wrestling right now. It you feels feel different. that way too? I feel that it way is. too. The announcing is great. Mm-hmm. The feel, the look of the show is great. The crowd, the the, the storylines and what they give you is great. It's way better than Dynamite. It's like way every better. episode is a clash of the champions. <clears throat> it is. It's it's. Some people said it was. It felt like a pay per view every week. It does. You know. Well, maybe it, like a clash, which was on TV for free, but a big deal. Right. Right. The thing about it is, it's dynamite, and you can tell the difference between the two. It yes. feels different. It doesn't feel like AEW. Like you can call that like something else, another promotion. It's it's different. The announcing is different. The setup is different. The announcing is they had Jr. this week, and Jr. did a great Jr. and Nigel McGuinness. Uh, and the other guy, he did a great. Them guys is great, man. Like I think it was Ian Riccoboni again. Yeah. Because I think the other one is in Japan for the tournaments and all. Yeah, that. this is great stuff, man. Like they was talking about it like it was a sport. Like this felt like the NWA from 1989. That's how yeah. it felt. Yeah. You know, You're right. it's well different. Said. Yeah, man. What's going on with Dynamite, man? I mean, why? Do, it's like this week they had the Hardy Boy versus um. Um, the young bucks, the young bucks beat them. So, um, in a, like a ten minute match, that happened. Also, um, Rob Van Dam um, lost to Jack Perry for the F, for the in the FTW rules match. And Rob Van Dam look doing all the moves he's doing at ECW. He's still the F, he's Mister Wednesday Night now because he's still the whole effing show. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, um, you know that happened, and they they doing a fatal four way. Wembley, right? So they was doing like a little tournament, mini tournament, and another hit, tournament. Um, yeah, yeah. Sheeta, um, who she took on? She took on was it? Who was it? Um, who was it's it? She. Weird. It's somebody like the belt's not on the line, but it's to be in the match with her, right? In the face. Oh, so she took on Anna J. Anna invented um dynamite this week. What? <laughs> they just doing stuff out there just to do it. Like, come on, man. This what? Yeah, y- y- getting in and y'all getting pressure on the internet, so y'all going to succumb to the pressure of the internet and just put yeah. them up. It's like Triple H said, the women are the main event because they are the main because that's what they the main event was. They are not just going to put women up there just to put women up there. They just go, they going to do it because it calls for it. You know. He said the reason why Becky Lynch, Ronda, and Charlotte was the main because that was the main event that year. We're not just just put women up there just because we you know because they're women, and AEW just put women in the main event because they're women. That made no sense for that to be the mass match on Dynamite of a bad show. It was a bad show. It was the only thing good about it was MJF and Adam Cole continues to go at be you know I'm better well, than you and. And you, uh, baby, I'm betting you, baby. That's the best thing the, going the, on the show. The best part, the best part was Roderick Strong, <laughs> the guy with his neck brace. No, you're, I can't believe you're friends with him. And then the look on his face while MJF was owning him, and he looks like he's about to cry. And then it's like, and then if Sting's uncle, are you gonna stand there and let him say those things about me? <laughs> <laughs> 
He's my new favorite person on AEW. I, I don't know what happened in the world. I'm I'm look. I love <laughs> Valor and Damian Priest, and I love of uh, and I love Roderick Strong. I mean, it's but that was hilarious. That was hilarious. Great comedy. He got that neck brace on his back, and he's whiny like a little bitch. He's whining, and uh, he's mad because Adam Cole won't listen to him about MJF. MJF the one that broke his neck, right? No, Samoa Joe. Okay, so, um, so yeah, he want to be his tag partner, and, and he's mad about that. So now, um, so that's gonna main event Wembley Stadium. So for the start, there are you? Do you think that should main event Wembley Stadium? Um, MJF versus Adam Cole. No, but it's for the world title, so that's why. I think. Um, I mean, I think maybe the most exciting match will be the Sting tag team match. Sting and Darby Allen versus um AR Fox and um and Swerve. Swerve. Sneaky Swerve. Sneaky um, Swerve. But but I think um look, I don't know if this is gonna happen, but if Adam Cole turns on MJF, because everybody's saying you have to keep MJF as a face because it's working. And people were chipping him anyway when he was a bad guy. But if Adam Cole ends up throwing quarters <laughs> That would be amazing because that's the um, anti-Semitic things that they did to him in high school that he talked about. Oh, so if he hits him with quarters, or if he, uh, that'll be amazing. <laughs> so um, they going for they going to fight for the tag the ROH tag team titles and Zero Hour. Yeah, do you think that should be on Zero Hour, or do you think that should be like the first match, and then they have the main event? I don't. I don't think. I think it's zero hour because give them more time to rest and then prepare for their match at, you know, their main event match. Well, everyone's going to watch it, right? Like, this is going to be a great zero hour. Right. Yep. And it's free. So a lot of people won't buy it. And remember, this is really for the arena first. So the fans there are going to see the match. Right. Are you you ordering that pay? It's $50. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So, um, Soraya won her match on on Rampage. Rampage was better than uh, Damn Dynamite this week. <laughs> I didn't see Rampage this week. How was it? It's better than Dynamite. Soraya beat um, uh, <clears throat> she beat Sky Blue. Um, and um, Tony Stone turned into Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> oh no, I did see that. I'm sorry, I did see that. Yes, she yeah with the coat and the yeah, yeah. Marilyn Monroe now. Oh, Did you see promo with Tony? That was great. Yeah, she's, and she's like, "What's wrong?" With Tony? What's wrong? Yeah. Uh, so, um, we'll see what happens with that. Um, so, FTR is going to take on the Young Bucks at, at Wembley. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm not excited about it because FTR has been, you know, every single week, and the Young Bucks kind of haven't. But um, it might end up being the best match of the night. But usually FTR's best matches are against teams that are more grounded because otherwise they're just kind of standing around catching people, basically. Right. You know? What is is CM Punk taking on Samoa Joe at Wembley or? Yeah, I think that's uh, what it's going to be. That's what I've heard. And then Omega said he's definitely he's going to sit down and talk about what his, his plans are for Wembley. What do you think? They're gonna do with um, Kenny Omega for Wembley. You think it has to be big? It can't just be him against Takeshka. 
Right. Like, well, that's big. But the storyline, it know. is, it is. But I mean, for Wembley, it'd probably be Jericho because JSA just broke up, and 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 um, and and Jericho told Don Collins he'll let him know. So it could be a him against that's Jericho. That's a great idea. I'm sure that would be a great match too. Is is Eddie Kingston in it yet? Eddie Kingston, um, no, I, he's still oh, in Japan. In Japan, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Did you see the video of him meeting his hero Kawada or Tawada? I'm sorry. No, I didn't see that. But I, what happened? So it's backstage, and he comes up, and he's, and I didn't know this, but apparently this is what wrestlers do. Eddie doesn't speak Japanese, but he he starts speaking English in a Japanese accent. He goes, hello, oh yes, hi, yes, and then there's the interpreter. So, but it was a big moment. He was crying like he couldn't believe it. Wow. The other guy looks younger than Eddie. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he's he won the belt. Yeah, that was nice. Eddie Kingston is, he's one of the best. He's a WWE. Um. Him. And MJF, MJF is showing himself as with the the, the talent he has. He's very oh. talented, man. He can do a lot of stuff. He is such a WWE guy. They would use they would use him for so much stuff. He probably be the biggest star. In a, a, the guy could sing. They could do anything with him. I don't think the stuff that he does in AEW translate well to that audience. You know what I mean? No, like when people criticized when he did that singing performance yeah. with the jazz band. Yeah. My mom saw it. She was flipping out. She thought it was amazing. It was so and amazing. That's closer to the WWF audience. You exactly. Know, all, all kinds of people. Exactly. Um, MJF, they always talk about, you know, he'll always say, I'm better than Piper in Portland. Eddie Kingston's really the new Roddy Piper. The too emotional you know, just all over the place, kind of wild man. You know, wait, what? I don't understand. He's he's Dusty Rhodes plus Roddy Piper plus, you know. Where was these guys at all the time? Like, where? Why? Like, these there's a lot of talent out there. Like, what? Where? Where did these guys? Like, why did WWE sign these guys? I know because when when WWE signed everybody that year, because so they were upset, I guess, about um, Kevin Owens' figure, right? Oh, that company, that Ring of Honor company, made the figure for Kevin Owens. Figures Toys Company. Right, and so they went out and they started signing everybody, not Eddie Kingston. Why you think so? Why you don't think? No, I, I think. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if he ever got to show all of this. Right. Like, I'm like. I, I love what Jericho said when Jericho said to him, "You know, I watch indie wrestling. I keep up. I never heard of you. You know. That's, we didn't. We did We didn't either. Because remember when they I said did, Cody? I did not hear Cody about said, him at the time. No. When they said he's going, he's going to face Cody on face one of the biggest indie wrestlers, and it was Eddie. We like, who is this? Right. Like who is this guy? But man, the stuff. He, but how old is he? Because if he's in his forties, they not WWE not take him. They they talking shit about LA Knight, and LA Knight is over person in the company, you know. Yeah. So, um, but man, he's 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 great, man. Eddie Kingston is great. One of the AEW's top, um, 
sports entertainers, man. And the stuff that he was in was such, you know, stuff with Jericho, stuff with Brian Danielson, stuff with Punk. CM That's Punk was uh, Omega, stuff with Omega. And Mike that Cum- match with uh oh Moxley, his first big Moxley. Yeah. But his match with uh Jericho. So I remember I said last year that was like my match of the year. Yeah, man. He he and then his and then he came out and then when he was in the first um Anarchy in the Rules match and he oh. came out, he about to burn Daniel Brian Brian Danielson. Like he about to burn he about to burn Jericho because Jericho burnt him, you know, because he was a wizard. And he was about to yes. burn, and he came. Saw him walking down with the with the with the gasoline tank, and like he about to burn. And Brian Daniels was like, "What the hell's going on here?" And they was going, "That's some, I would never forget that man." Like him walking down, <laughs> and that became a T-shirt. I mean, that's yeah. immortal. Like, come, that's man. I don't know, man. This is this is some great stuff. But MJF and um, Eddie Kingston, those guys, and was in WWF, and they can't find a spot for them, man, those guys right there. And Swerve is too. Swerve, WW missed Swerve so much, man. Oh, yeah. Swerve, Swerve hit with Hit Row, right? This version of Swerve with Hit Row right now, that's the main event act. Oh, I, I totally agree. And what we saw them do uh, to uh, Nick, uh, what's his last name? Camarade? No. Oh, Nick, um, oh, Nick Wayne. Nick, Nick, Nick Wayne. Wayne. Sorry. That was like that was brutal when they when they went to the wrestling school. I mean, that was amazing. That was amazing. Oh, man, uh, not too much going on. Oh, let's talk about Raw. So the big thing on Raw was after the the the, the trios match between Judgment Day and Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, and Nakamura. Nakamura turns on Seth Rollins and Kinshasa him in the back. And walk out. So I guess we 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 hit this earlier. He turned hill, and that's um, Seth Rollins. Um, is that's the next feud for Nakamura and Seth Rollins? So, so, are you excited for that? Well, you know what? I bet the matches will be really good. Yeah, it no, be. I'm, not, I'm not that excited, but you know, fans were getting behind Shinsuke as a bad guy, and and he has new gear. And we'll see, but man, he could. If they had done him right from the beginning, oh um, I keep thinking about when he won the Royal Rumble. Him and Rumble Moxley. Did. Him and Moxley. Yeah. What were we saying? Yeah. And then um, he should have won against AJ. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. It would have been a different, you know. Um, maybe, maybe then AJ wouldn't have got the the run that he would have gotten at that time. So, the I I don't know. That's oof. That was. It was Crazy. Um, Chad Gable won the, a fatal four way to to take on Gunther. Yeah, but he's not going to win. But but his uh, but uh, Ludwig has his eyes on Maxine. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's going to be some good. Um, L.A. Knight made a raw appearance and he was and went he sparred with the Miz, and I guess he got the Miz hot. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. The uh, the Miz had some words for L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight called the Miz safe, and you know they knew they could kick you out of the locker room. <laughs> that was hilarious. And the funny thing was, Miz said, "You know, L." He said, "L.A. Knight name," and the people say, "Yeah." <laughs> that guy's over, man. Yeah. Uh, big star. They stayed with him. 
Uh, let's give the wild report real quick. Well, it's it's going to be interesting. It's it's a little sad in a way that AJ Mendez said her basically her goodbyes to Wow in a post online because her contract is almost over and she's probably going to move on to do other things. She's such a great announcer, and and if your if your mission is to impact you know women and and promote women wrestling, I don't think there's a better place than Wow to be perfectly honest. Um, they did have a, a match that I was really looking forward to. It was um, it was basically um, I'll try to remember. It was. I'll go to the matches that are on tonight, actually. Chainsaw against Chantilly Cella. Gigi Viani versus Diki Chamara. Robbie Rocket and BK Rhythm versus the Mother Truckers, who I'm a big fan of. And Nikki Lynn McCoy against Princess Ozzy. Now, here's something interesting. Uh, you know how in um, NXT, they uh, goes, let's go, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was wondering, like, well, that's what your favorite from WoW, uh, the boxer. Candy Crush. That's what she says. Let's go. And the guy who's a wrestling journalist, I asked him, he said that BK Rhythm, Candy Crush, and Thea are like best friends. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But um, but we'll see. But, um, you know, I think... Uh, I think, uh, you know, WoW has the almost winding down to the end of their season because they go by seasons. And the whole thing is really Vicky Lynn McCoy being the reason that Penelope Pink and Miami Sweet Heat have held on to the titles. So we'll see if she ends up, if they end up turning on her or vice versa. All right, Big Man. Well, Big Man, thank you so much for joining us today. No, thank you. But last thing, did you hear about Charlotte Flair and Andrade? What happened? She um, filed for divorce. Well, she took down the picture of her engagement ring, mm-hmm. and they don't follow each other on social media anymore. Oh, it's new. We knew she was gonna. She's the female version of Big Yeah, there you go. Uh, but no, thank you for having me, Brooklyn Mahler. Always a pleasure. Thank you to everybody listening. And our hearts are with Hawaii. That's right. This has been the State of Wrestling, the Power Drive Report. We we'll see you guys next week. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the State of Wrestling, the Power Driver Report. Please join us next week for the next edition.